Hey everybody, this is Eric from the Fat Packs. And this week's show is brought to you by Badger Breaks, Dynasty Breaks, and King Carl Sports Art. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll be right back. And we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. I am your host, Eric, and this week we are brought to you by Dynasty Breaks, Badger Breaks, and my friend Ken Carl over at Ken Carl Sports Art. Hope everyone is having a blessed week. Got a little bonus episode for you here. Uh, we released this week's episode earlier than usual. We released it from the uh, from the Toronto Sports Card Expo. Had a great conversation with uh, Leaf CEO Brian Gray. Uh, as always, my good friend Mr. Ken Reed, uh, Sportsnet host and a great hockey mind. He he was he jumped on and broke down some of his favorite cards from the 1980s. And then, of uh, course, a great interview with Mr. Steve Rogers, former uh, Montreal Expos. He is the all-time leading wins uh, pitcher for Montreal. And he had some great stories about Pete Rose, uh, Mike Schmidt, Blue Monday, and that weird piece of th- uh, memorabilia that someone wanted him to autograph. So I uh, wanted to do a little bonus episode for you here uh, before we get out um, for the weekend. And I need to break down new products and new pricing, though, because I, I didn't do that last time I was on. So new this week, uh, just four things that we need to be concerned about. 19, 2019 Leaf Best of Sports, that is out. 2019 Super Break One-Time Baseball, Rookies and Phenoms, that is a great product. You'll hear about more about that later. 2019 Tops Tier 1 Baseball, that is uh, currently uh, out as well, and big hits are already being pulled. And 2019 Tops UFC Knockout is out for all you UFC fans out there. And then new pricing-wise, um, got some basketball for you. All 18-19 products, we got uh, Status, Cornerstones, and, of course, I believe this is Elements. Let me look, make sure that it is Elements. I don't want to make yeah, Dominion. I was wrong completely. So Dominion, Status, and Cornerstones are all priced for you. Also, uh, Upper Deck CHL Hockey and Upper Deck Ice Hockey is uh, done for you as well. So make sure that you're checking your online price guides for those. One comment that we got from the um, from the show, and we hear this a lot when we're at shows, is uh, you know the Beckett. I got this Beckett. The same. The pricing is the same, and that's that's true to some extent. But uh, there's so much more pricing that goes on that you don't see uh, unlisted stars and commons and and uh, and semi stars that goes on on the online price guide that you just don't see because they don't make the magazine. So uh, my comment to you is, if you want to see just tons of price changes, you need to go ahead and check those out. Uh, get you an OPG, and you will be able to see all the price changes there. Now, uh, this is a little bonus episode. Like I said, we got a got a guest that we don't have on very often, but when he, when he uh, when he comes on, I love having him. His name is uh, Andy Broom. He is our vintage grader. He was this was a, a, a wow. I can't talk today. <laughs> this is a interview that we recorded last week in Toronto. Uh, didn't make the cut for the show because we were tight on time. But I, I wanted to throw it in here so you could hear some things that he's got coming up. Uh, with the baseball hall of fame and then some insight on, on grading as well. And then, uh, we also have dynasty breaks. Uh, Dane from dynasty breaks, uh, is on this episode as well. And he's going to give you, he's going to introduce you to dynasty breaks. Uh, they're our new sponsor. We want to make sure that they got some love. And, uh, as always, they have a $5 credit, br- uh, for new breakers. So, uh, jump on with them, use your five, $5 credit and tell them, uh, that the fat pack sent you. And that's going to be that for this show. Both of those interviews coming up, on the other side of this break, just hang tight, and we'll be right back.
Hot Shot Danny Duggan, a team of Jack and Fanny Pack. You are listening to the Fat Pack Podcast. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out after that quick break. Uh, real special treat here. This doesn't happen often. He's been on the show before, but it's been, I think, a few years. And uh, the last time he was on, we were talking about a, a Cracker Jack set that, that was going to auction. But uh, our vintage grader, Mr. Andy Broom, is sitting in front of me. And we're live. You can't hear the announcements. We're live from the Sport Card Expo. Andy, what's going on, man? Oh, man, it's it's, it's going. It's uh, As you can hear, it's a little loud here, but uh, yeah, it's a great show. It's it's. This the May show specifically the, the the spring show is always kind of a coin toss about what you're going to see. Yeah, it's been you guys are like stacked back there, so busy. Man, I, I tell you, it's, it's crazy. We actually had to cut off orders uh, yesterday. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. And then the lineup guest here has been pretty pretty stellar too. So yeah, uh, Rick Flair just le- left the stage. Um, they have Paul Henderson going up in just a moment. They, just absolute legends, and then tomorrow I'm interested in Joe Theismann. Yeah, just because I want to know about the leg break thing. <laughs> so, well, I, I, yeah, I missed the boat. I've, it's been so busy at the office. I actually wanted to get one of his Opeachy, uh CFL cards, sure. right? Either cool. rookie or second year, you know, to get signed. But mm-hmm. I dropped the ball. I didn't get one in time. Well, uh, I asked you on because you're a grader. We actually never had a grader on from the show. W- tell me, from your perspective, what grading is like in Canada? Like, like. Just let the people know how busy it is because it's crazy. Yeah, you know, when we first started back doing the show, we did the show originally in, in around 2000 or so, and then we stopped doing it for a long time. And uh, when we started doing the show back, you know, started again doing the show, um, you, you could tell the show itself and, and grading, the perception of grading and everything, uh, the customers here weren't on the same level as we are in the U.S. They're just not exposed to it as much. So it kind of felt like you're they're a few years behind or whatever. Um, and, and now that's not the case. The 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 market here, the, you know, the 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 customers here in the market, they're they're savvy. They're getting a lot lot uh, more in tune, just like uh, in the U.S. Sure. And uh, so it's crazy. Uh, it, it's we've watched it grow grading wise. We've watched it grow. You know, year over year, May over November, you know, every show just gets better and better. And um, I always keep a count of Gretzky rookies. I started years ago, sure. just put it on Twitter and everything. And uh, we actually set a record uh, in November. I think it was 72 or 74 Gretzkys. I'll have to, I'll have to go back and look. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fun because uh, when you keep track of that, you kind of get a feel of the pace of the show and what you're seeing and stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, here we are Saturday afternoon, and uh, we're already we're, we're going to break that record. Wow, yeah, That's crazy. So Gretzky, Ricky, obviously is going to be very popular here. What about that Connor McDavid young gun though? Is that just like is that a close second? Yeah, you know we're seeing a lot of young guns. Usually, you know the November show is the big one for young guns. Of course, uh, Upper Deck waits to to release them right at the show time. You know, right before the show and all that. Uh, but you know May, I mean we see we we see them all. Uh, young guns are yeah. It, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So, um, another thing I wanted to talk to you about is there's this really cool thing happening at the Hall of Fame, coming up at the Baseball Hall of Fame, coming up very very soon called Shoebox Treasures, and you're going to be up there live uh, covering covering it. But this is basically the Hall of Fame's answer to not having baseball cards there for a while. Now they have a whole collection. Tell tell me about what this is. Yeah, you know, the Hall of Fame, uh, as they should, they, they have a, a wonderful and massive card collection. They have two T206 Wagners. Okay. So, I mean, this is a, a, a very large collection, and it should be. It's the Baseball Hall of Fame. 
And, you know, when I was younger, I'd go up there, and, and the meager little display they would have of cards, you know, I'd always have to go see them. Uh, and I always, always, when I looked at it, I was like, man, this could be done so much better. This is the Baseball Hall of Fame. This should sure. be a shrine for cards, you know. So, you know, years later, they, they actually take the cards out. And uh, John O'Dell, the curator of the museum, uh, when we were talking one time, he said, you know, that was our biggest complaint of anything ever was when the baseball cards were gone, people say, I came here for the baseball cards. Sure. You know, so that, that got the wheels rolling, and uh, uh, they put a plan together, and uh, they got the, fun- the funding uh, for it, I-, I think, rather quickly. Um, and so what Shoebox Treasures is is basically a wing of the Hall of Fame dedicated to baseball cards. Very nice. Uh, it tells the history of baseball cards, history of the market, uh, you'll, uh, I, I'm very honored and pr- privileged to, to have gotten to work on the grading end and, and some of the some of the other aspects of the collection. Um, very state of the art. Uh, there, there's uh, in the display cases. There's these drawers that pull out, and when they pull out, they actually have cards in them under glass, so mm-hmm. you can actually pull the displays out and look at the cards. And uh, what a really cool thing that we have is. Um, uh, talking about Beckett and, and talking about Dr. Beckett and then talking about grading and, and where the market is today. Um, we have a display of our, our uh, Beckett graded cards. We have a 1 to 10, including a black label. Wow. To show what, you know, the what same card would look like throughout, you know, every grade. So uh, it's a real honor. And, uh, yeah, May 25th, it's also the uh, Hall of Fame Classic uh, game that weekend. So I'll, I'll be up there for the uh, ceremony and uh, – uh, real excited. I think it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's, it was always a, a dream since I was a kid, you know, to, to not only get to do something with the Baseball Hall of Fame, but I'm getting to work with the baseball cards at the, at the Baseball right. Hall of Fame, you right. know. So tell me what the classic is. Tell me about the game. Who does that feature, like, typically? It, it, it's, it's, it's basically like, you know, what we call the old-timers game. You okay, know, there, right. There's uh, Hall of Famers will be there. Uh, retired players are there. And it, it's, it's, uh, they'll, they'll play the game Saturday afternoon. Okay. Uh, I've, I've, I've been to the Hall of Fame uh, quite a few times and, and the Hall of Fame induction. But I've never been to the classic on the you know the classic sure. weekend, so I have no idea what size crowd. And, <laughs> okay, you know it's uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm interested to see that as well. How the, you know that's, what all's going on? That's going to be a fun little perk to the travel. So get, get, <laughs> getting to see that, I was looking like parking is evidently an issue in the village of Cooperta- Cooperstown because oh, everybody yeah. just flocks there. So it, it's a tiny one street town. Yeah. Literally, you always hear the one stoplight town. That's yeah. Cooperstown. That's crazy. totally is, and uh, you know. 363 days of the year, it's great. You go uh-huh. in, park on the sidewalk, go in the Hall of Fame, you know. Right. But baseball, you know, the uh, the Hall of Fame induction and then the, the, the baseball classic, those mm-hmm. two weekends, I mean, I, I yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Okay, so uh, I know you got to get back to grading, so I'm going to let you get back there. But before I do, because everybody wants to know, they always ask me, and I know the answer is no, can I get a deal on grading? Well, I won't. I won't say completely no. I can get you a deal on grading, but it's not much of a discount. That's okay. about all I can do. So I can get you a few dollars off, maybe, depending on how many you're grading. People, people always ask me, "Hey, man, what's what, what's your grading price?" It's the same as yours. Well, you, you know, it's crazy. It's like you know, every blue moon or something, I'll get something from my personal collection and mm-hmm. I'll get it graded or whatever. Right. And uh, uh, I, I tell you, when I submit stuff, uh, I have to wait forever too. Right. And I. 
my discount. I, I, I'm sure there's there's got to be people getting better deals than even I'm getting. So. Right. <laughs> so, in other words, I'm not getting much of a deal. Exactly. So, so yeah, I can't really help you too much on that. So, stop asking that question. <laughs> it's not any different. No, uh, it really isn't. I, I pay... I pay pretty much the same as everybody else too <laughs> absolutely all right thanks Andy. uh guys hang tight we'll be right back hey this is joseph with cjp card break you are listening to the fat packs all right guys we're back after that quick break uh, i want to thank you again for hanging out with me this week and i'm super excited to bring you my next guest he is uh well they are our new sponsors this is dane from dynasty breaks what's going on dane not much eric how are you on this friday man i'm, I'm really good thank you so much for uh making time for me today you're you're Something big's going on. Your your wife is graduating from Oklahoma State, so you're on the road, guys. If you hear feedback or anything, that's just because he's driving. But that's pretty cool, man. How how long is is this a bachelor's degree, a master's degree? What's she working on? She, I have to call her doctor now, Eric. She has a, a PhD now in English. She so, has uh, a PhD. Okay, so let's let's back up. Uh, my former co-host, Mr. Paul Worth, who. Is working at a. Uh, he he has his own shop now, at, uh, in uh, Watauga. I'm, I'm sorry, I said in Waxahachie. Uh, his wife is a dean, and he and every. It was really funny to see people around because Waxahachie is a small town. To see people around, they would call her Doctor Worth, and Paul's just sitting there looking like, uh, this is pretty weird, and it, it was pretty weird to see. So now. Dane Dynasty Breaks from Dane, uh, Dane from Dynasty Breaks. His wife is now a doctor, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to endure people calling her doctor. That's pretty funny. Yeah, they, uh, she said that people are gonna call us uh, doctor and miss and Mister. So I'm I'm Mister. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's insane. But congratulations to her. Send send my best to her because that's really cool, man. A PhD is no, is that's no short feat, man. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I'm proud of her. Thanks, Eric. All right, so let's let's talk about your collecting background. Uh, do you remember the set that kind of brought you into the hobby? Oh, the set that brought me into the hobby. I'm a I'm a child of the '80s. Uh, me personally, and there's three of us at Dynasty Breaks: uh, George, Billy, and myself. Uh, we've all got different backgrounds. I'm I'm from the '80s. I'll say '87, '88 tops baseball was what got me started. I was about seven years old. So that's a pretty that's a pretty common answer, Dane. Uh, Eighty seven tops is is my answer. It's uh, my my favorite card of all time. Is from that set, Mister Bo Jackson's rookie card. So what what was the card yeah. for you? Was it was it Bo Jackson? Yeah, it was probably Bo. It's the uh, the wood grain we all make fun of now. Uh, the wood grain look. Uh, in <laughs> right. my opinion, the wood grain is the sexiest thing on earth. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So do me a favor. Next time you're flipping through your cards or whatever, go back and look at the 1987 Rod Carew and tell me that doesn't strike fear in your heart. He he looks so scary, like you would, like someone had said something to piss him off, and he looks like he's about to devour somebody's soul. Just next time you're alone, go check it out. I promise you, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. So you come into the uh, the hobby in the 80s. Uh, 87 tops is where we're going to start. Uh, now, how long were you? Did you collect straight through to an adult, or did you have a down period? I probably collected until until about two thousand. I worked in a card shop in Oklahoma when I was a kid. I worked uh, 
you know, as kids do, I didn't work 40 hours a week, but I probably worked 30 hours a week. And uh, for a local shop owner, uh, I set up at card shows as a kid. Um, and then, then I stopped collecting after 2000 for about five, six years. Um, got to know George, got to know Billy. Uh, they got into collecting at that point. We kind of started to get an interest in uh, cards again. Uh, introduced to breaks, and that's kind of how all this started. So, yeah, let's, let's get to the Dynasty Breaks, man. This is, um, first of all, I love the name, but I got, I got to step one step back. You're, you're located out of Wichita Falls, Texas. Is that, that's correct, right? Correct. What's the card scene like in Wichita Falls? Now, I'm going to be real honest with you. I was just up there. I went to the, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, and it kind of seemed like, a, like a, a real slow town. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's a town of about 100,000 people. There's not much of a card scene here, which is why uh, why we decided to do the breaking thing. Um, as far as hobby shops, it's not like the Dallas area up here. There's just there's very few. There's a lot of comic shops here, but uh, sports cards, it's tough up here. It's, it's really tough as far as the local scene. So before you started doing this yourself, were you getting into breaks uh, uh, online, and that's how you were getting your cards then? Yeah, we uh, we started doing breaks, George and myself, uh, and then introduced Billy to it. Uh, we were doing breaks on a weekly basis, and and I, I didn't like them at first, honestly. I'm a I'm an old school hobby shop guy, and I didn't know what this new thing was. But what I found out was it it's a lot like when you used to go to the card shop or pick up a Beckett back in the day, or uh, you know everyone was there. You talked cards, you got together, and that's kind of what breaking has been for us we've got a community of people in our chat rooms while we're breaking that they all know each other now we all talk about cards and breaking kind of became that forum for everyone to get together again like like we used to so uh that's what it's about for us that's absolutely true it's each of you each of you rakers you guys have your own little like community inside your little your groups or your rooms on on social media or on your on your web page and uh, it's funny to see how protective your customers, your collectors are, uh, as they as they protect your brand. Almost, have you seen that? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I've definitely seen that. We've, uh, I think we've got. We started a trading post on Facebook. We're up to about three hundred members now. That's a new thing for us. Uh, it's it's boomed pretty quick. There's a lot of buying and selling going on, but uh, during our breaks. Um, yeah, we have some loyal customers. I mean, we know what they're doing. We know what's going on in their life, uh, issues they've got in their life. Um, I think one of our angles at Dynasty is we try to make it an experience, the break. We don't we don't try to go as fast as some breakers. We could probably get more cases done, things like that. But what we like to do is chat with our customers, enjoy the cards, talk about the cards. Um you know, just have that experience a little more. And I think that's built that community. And, uh, uh, you know, but we don't do as many cases as some breakers as well. So you you guys do enough to be recognized because you've got a really nice following on social media. Uh, on your Facebook, I think there's like almost 4,000 guys in your, in your room, which is great. Um, I've seen other groups that don't have a third of that. So you guys have done a good job of building this community and building a reputation i know it, it sounds simple but why is that so important uh, as a breaker because i mean i know the answer but there's so many options out there 
to have that many people in your group, why is that important to build that to build yourself up like that? Well, um, I think it just—I think the key is if you're fair with people and you're honest with people, um, and you let the cards speak for themselves. I think that's why our group has grown so fast. We've uh, we opened on September 14th of last year, so I guess we're going on about nine months now, and. Uh, I can't believe we have 4,000 people, but what we do is we post a lot of our videos of our breaks. Um, people watch them. Uh, so we still have people watching videos from December when we do our Dynasty Vault, which is our big buyback product. We had a free Dynasty Vault. Uh, 60 people got free uh, hits, and uh, we've had about 65,000 views on that video. And I think people see the interaction, and they see see, you know, the fun we're having doing this, and I think that's that's what's made us grow so fast. So, so tell me about this buyback product. What went into that? Um, we, were, we were looking to do something at Christmas uh, for our customers. We wanted to give them a Christmas gift, and so what we did in the month of December, everyone that bought into a break, or each break we had in December, we had a total of 60 breaks, uh, we sent one person to the vault. We drew one name each break, and so we bought. Uh, we went and found 60 hits, uh, had some really good stuff in there, and everyone got a hit. Everyone got a hit. It didn't cost them anything. And we've sort of developed that into a buyback product. We're about to do uh, a 10-case run of the uh, Dynasty Vault multi-sport that you can actually buy into. So um, we've started doing vaults from time to time, and now it's developed into a, a little bit bigger product for us. That's it's great, man. I'm I'm just looking through your page here and seeing your customer interaction. Another thing I'm seeing is you guys don't shy away from Leaf products, and Leaf is a brand that I feel like just doesn't get a lot of respect out in the community because there's not they're not uh, licensed, which is a whole other conversation. But you guys do break their products. What's the reaction? What's the feedback from your customers who buy into the Leaf products? Oh, our customers love Best of Football. Uh, we're going to do Best of Sports that's releasing, I think, today. Um, we're going to do that in the coming week. Uh, we've done uh, Metal Football, Metal Draft. Our customers love it. Um, we love Leaf. We put them on our background. We put their uh, logo on our background. Uh, we like to support Leaf. I think they do a great job. Their buybacks are, are really good. And so I think uh, that's where we tend to go for their buyback products. Cause, and they're just... They're hot. People like them. Yeah, they're they're absolutely amazing. Uh, I just we actually just had uh, Brian on from uh, from the show up in Toronto, and man, Brian, I'm just I'm I know I have a bias here because, but Brian is the best interview I do all year long because he's so simple. I ask a question and then he talks for for ten minutes, and but he's <laughs> he's never he's never. Uh, braggadocious or anything. He's very humble. He's very down to earth about his products. And uh, one thing that you'll learn about Brian uh, for people who don't get to interact with him, but maybe will in the future, is man, he's he knows this hobby. He's been in the hobby for a long time. And the reason I'm asking you about Leaf, and because I'm seeing it on your on your your breakdown here, is he he knows the hobby so well that he can put out a quality product and without the license. I know I've said that twice now, but and it's something that customers and collectors should be aware of, and I, don't, I just don't think it, get, it, it gets what it deserves. But that's just me. Uh, I'll, I'll move on here. So, what what possessed you guys to to 
to want to jump in this big this big pond because there's a lot of different fish out there uh, who who are um, are doing this as well. What made you guys think that you could do it just as good, if not better? We we looked at what we liked about the breaks we were doing, and we still do breaks with several several folks, and uh, and we looked at a lot of the things that we didn't like, and. And we just talked about it over the course of a year, and we thought, you know, there, there's a certain way we envision how we would want to do a break. Um, I want, you know, we want to see more interaction with customers, things like that. Uh, that was big for us. And and then once we got into the hobby, we realized how hard it was. The hobby's uh, it's it's hard to get product. Uh, it's hard to uh, get your name out there. So it's definitely a lot of work, uh, but it's been fun. We just we tried to take our experiences as a customer and turn that into what we wanted when we were a customer. So hopefully we've done that to some extent. That's great. Now, you, you mentioned something there that I want to talk about, uh, getting product, man. Allocation is, is key to the survival of any shop, any breaker. Is that – tell me about how hard that is sometimes with – like I know like say, for instance, with Panini. I know that you had to buy score in order to get on the uh, the list for other products to come out in, in the future here. So is it, is the process really that difficult? Um, yeah, it's nearly impossible. It's, it's one of the hardest things about breaking. Um, everybody wants to get, you know, 10 – to 20 cases, to 30 cases, to 40 cases of national treasures, but you're not going to get it. And so you have to go to multiple places to get product. You have to be creative when you're posting breaks. Uh, one of our things that we have made a staple um, to try to differentiate our breaks, um, we, we try to do bonuses. And I, I know this is getting off of your question a little bit. Uh, I would say 90% of our breaks at Dynasty have a free spot giveaway. Okay. So if you buy into our breaks, uh, we always give away a free team, or most of the time we do. And uh, we gave away a Saquon Barkley jersey yesterday. We uh, give away sealed boxes, things like that. So we're always bonusing up our breaks. Um, it, you just have to be creative on ordering. And, and our allocations have slowly gotten better, but there's a lot of uh, fish in the sea, so to speak. Um, and the one thing we've learned is just buy every product that comes out. <laughs> and uh, if our customers continue to break with us, hopefully we can get allocated more stuff. Now, see, I, I say that, I asked that question because last week before I left up to go to Toronto, you guys had posted a break for score football. And I know a lot of guys are going to, you know, shoo that away. But I actually broke some of that in Toronto. I had fun doing it. it it's It's a... It's a cheaper, a, a less ex, more, a less expensive product that you can get into, and you can have some potential to get some good hits out of that. So, how was score received in in your room? Because I liked it. Uh, yeah, it was a lower price break, like you said. We gave away a free spot. We did two cases on opening night, and we did random hit style. So everyone, I believe that everyone got two autos in, in those breaks. They loved it. We had fun with it. Uh, we devoted that whole day to score football, and, and we sold out a score in the first week. So uh, I thought it was a good product. It, it was fun. And uh, our customers asked if we had any more. So I, I thought it was a pretty big, big success. I, I, th- I think so, too. I, 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 people sleep on it because, they one, I like the college uniforms, and I know that some, some guys don't, so that's one thing. But they think, oh, there's no big hits out of it. 
I, I don't know if you're pulling a Kyler Murray autograph and it's selling for three, four hundred dollars. I think that's a big hit. So, um, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's just crazy to me. All right, let's talk about your new customer policy. You have a you have a five dollar credit to any new customer. How'd you guys come up with that? Um, we just we wanted something to uh, draw people's attention. Our feeling is once people do a break with us, they're going to have a great time. Um, so the key, obviously, is getting to someone where they'll give us a try. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of breakers out there. Um, I'm very choosy when I choose a breaker, especially if I don't know who they are. Uh, that's something we like to do for all new customers. They can take it off the cost of their first break. Uh, we had three new guys last night. One of them is actually from Wichita Falls, Texas. He got uh, into National Treasures and Flawless. We had a football, big football mixer. He got uh, several hits, but he used his credit. And uh, said that was one of the reasons that he walked away with quite a few autographs. That's, so, uh, that's great. I like to hear that. That's awesome. Now, um, I'm looking at your website here. You got a lot of stuff up, man. You guys got Super Break Baseball, Rookies and Phenoms, um, National tr- 2016 Panini National Treasures, uh, Tier 1, TriStar Game Day Greats Autograph Football Jerseys. You guys break a lot of different stuff. How do the memorabilia breaks go for you guys? Uh, they go really well. We do fantasy draft style. So everyone gets an autographed jersey this Sunday, for example. Um, we have 10 jerseys. We're busting two cases. We randomize everyone's names, and we come up with a draft order, and everyone gets to pick their jerseys. And we're also doing that with Super Break, uh, the baseball buyback you mentioned. Uh, everyone gets to pick their hits. So instead of a random hit style, whenever we can do fantasy draft, uh, we really like to do it because it gives you a little control of what you're getting. Um, you know, you may have a big Red Sox fan that, you know, man, I wish I would have got to pick my card. I would have actually picked that one, you know, right. even over a card that most people would want more. So we, we like the fantasy draft, and I think that's really added something to all these memorabilia breaks we do. Now something I don't see on here is some hockey love. I know that the, the rules were breaking hockey in the States is, is kind of tough, but is hockey a sport maybe you want to try to try in the future? Yeah, we have a lot of folks. Uh, we have a large customer base in Michigan, and they all love hockey. We're, uh, we are moving toward uh, doing some hockey breaks. We've uh, moved into NASCAR. We've done a few of those. Um, we're expanding our line. I'm working on my pronunciation of names so I can uh, do a hockey break. And... Uh, Hopefully my wife with her Ph.D. can teach me how to say things. And, uh, but uh, we're, we're definitely going that route. We'll be doing some hockey in the future. Okay, so let me, let me tell you a little secret. Um, what you want to do is break Opeechee early, or you can break MVP early. Because on the back of the cards, it'll tell you phonetically how to pronounce the name. That way in the future, when you break bigger products, you won't have such a problem. Okay, done. <laughs> as 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 a as a young man from Texas myself, uh, I I am and being the hockey analyst at Beckett, I have horrible time uh, have a horrible time pronouncing hockey names sometimes, and uh, it's it's embarrassing on on many levels because I should know how to do it, but I'm right there with you, brother. So please buy Opeechee, buy MVP, and it'll cost you fifty, sixty bucks for a box. But you can go through the back of the cards and uh, learn how to phonetically pronounce the names, and you won't sound like an idiot when you're doing it. 
That's right. That's right. I often do anyway. Even in football, I often sound like an idiot, but uh, we, we have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the important part, having fun. All right, man. Uh, yeah. I'm going to wrap this up. It's been about 20 minutes. Thank you so much for your time. But before we get out of here, please let my customers know where they can find you. Give them the website, the, the social media, so they can find you and be a part of this. Yeah, uh, our website is uh, www.dynastybreaks.com. Uh, check us out. We've got our homepage is very easy to use. It's set up like a schedule. You never have to leave our homepage uh, to pick all your products. So uh, it's just one big calendar, and it goes in order of, uh, of when we're doing the breaks. And then our uh, Facebook, we're at Dynasty Breaks TX for Texas. And we're also on Twitter. Uh, excuse me, Twitter is Dynasty Breaks Texas. Uh, Facebook is Dynasty Breaks LLC. So it's at Dynasty Breaks LLC. Yeah, you got to watch them on Twitter, guys, because there's another Dynasty Breaks. So when you're when you're typing out at Dynasty Breaks, make sure you put that TX on the end of it so you can get the right guys. Don't want to send you to the wrong place. Uh, all right, Dane, I want to personally thank you for coming on one and two for supporting the show. This is a this is a love and a passion of mine. This this show is. I really appreciate you uh, backing backing the Fat Packs podcast. That uh, I appreciate that so much, and I look forward to meeting you soon. Uh, whether I'm up in Wichita Falls or maybe hopefully you guys will be at the national uh we can uh get together and i'll do a break with you if that's cool that's awesome eric i appreciate it and uh last thing i forgot to mention uh subscribe to our youtube channel dynasty break absolutely you guys go do that uh thanks so much again for uh coming on guys hang tight we'll be right back after this break this is sean aronson the play-by-play voice of the st paul saints your new favorite minor league baseball team and you're tuned in to the fat packs podcast all right guys andy broom and dane from dynasty breaks if you need them thank you so much to the both of those guys for joining me i really appreciate it all right going to close out this little bonus episode with a few more thoughts that i had from the, the toronto expo sports what they call it, the toronto sports card and memorabilia expo it's a it's my favorite show that I, that we go to it's a it's a lot of hockey as always like i always say but i want to sort of take some some takeaways from it you heard Andy mention that the that Wayne Gretzky. They they always see a lot of Wayne Gretzky rookies, and in fact, we blew through the the record of seventy nine Wayne Gretzkys in a weekend. Um, Wayne Gretzky is still king up there. It's for for as much as we love the new the new blood uh, in hockey, Wayne Gretzky is still king. So you're going to see a lot of Wayne Gretzky up there being graded, and that's really cool to see. Uh, everybody loves uh, loves. Loves to turn those in, and, and they do they do so with high hopes. We've seen some really good ones come back, and we've seen some fake ones come back. So that's always a, a, a fun little jaunt down memory lane uh, in grading and memory lane uh, on the show or on the show floor. Next, uh, Connor McDavid, <laughs> he is definitely the heir apparent. Is again as much new blood has been pumped into the hobby, uh, hockey wise. They don't come close to Connor McDavid, and there's some trade rumors out there that he maybe he wants to be traded out of Edmonton. And I think if that happens, you're going to see a little bit of a um, a little bit of a downturn because he's leaving Edmonton. Edmonton has such a has such a rich hockey history, and uh, he wants out because they can't make the playoffs. You know, he wants to be a, be on a winning team. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But um, it's interesting to see how the market has reacted to Connor McDavid specifically because he's he's this hometown kid and uh, everybody loves him. I, I know that he's not from Edmonton, but everybody's he's he's just uh, 
He's just very loved there. So Gretzky is one. Connor is definitely two. And then, oddly enough, this time around, Mike Trout was three on the floor. Blew my mind. I never see baseball up there to the extent that I saw it this time around. And I was actually very pleased to see uh, see my, a lot of Mike Trout on the floor. A lot of vintage baseball as well. And uh, you, you got your Vlad Guerrero Jr. fans up there as well. So that's always interesting to me when, when new stuff like that I see on the floor hits. And it, it definitely hit this time. Uh, Mike Trout was all over the place, as he should be, because he's uh, probably the best player in baseball that, that I've ever seen. And uh, taking into account, I never saw you know Mantle or anybody like like that play. But Mike Trout definitely doing this thing, showing representing big in Canada. All right, uh, that's just what I really wanted to share with you guys. Thank you so much for joining me for this bonus episode. Had a little had a little extra content that we could put together for you, so we did. Make sure you jump, you come back next week for our regular episode. We're gonna work in our friend Badger Breaks, and uh, of course, I think it's time for our inserted segment. That means, uh, hopefully, possibly, Mr. Ken Kinsley again. All right, hang tight, guys. Be cool. I said hang tight. I didn't mean that. Be cool. Thanks for hanging out. I really appreciate it. And until next week. Just keep listening. Cue the Drake.